All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Better late than never. Welcome. Yeah! It's favorite. Let's go, baby. Yeah! Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the bank Bag milk. Yeah, huh? This is Ceases. Hello. Ceases. 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 Tyler, your rem check is so fucking sexy. Ceases. Fucking Anton Lander. It's my face. Let's turn it down. Intro coming down. Better late than ever is so fucking sexy. And you know what? It is. I agree. This is probably the sexiest podcast you've ever heard. And if you don't think so, wait till you hear what I've got in store for you today. Yes, I've been teasing it on social media. Yes, it is time for a brand new Tyler Uremchuk song. I'm excited to play it for you. Unlike some of the other music tracks that have gone around the network, or at least allegedly gone around the network, this one's actually coming out, and you're going to be able to hear it in a couple minutes, but first got to tell you about the audio department. They are the title sponsor, and of course, the audio department works to create safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. Would you consider this a story? Probably. Why don't you go in there? Go to theaudiodepartment.ca, get yourself some studio time, record a podcast, and maybe you too can start making Tyler songs. I can't wait for you to hear it. I can't wait for the feedback on it too. I'm excited about it because it's so stupid. Arguably, this is one of the dumbest things that uh, I've done. I've been a part of it. I, uh, I'm excited to play it. Listen, you didn't do anything. I was the one that contributed on the song. Let's not pretend that you did anything at all here. This is all Satan. You did nothing. All right, buddy. Relax. Relax. We'll get there in a second. In a couple of minutes, we're going to do the new Tyler song. But first, I got a couple of things that I just want to say first off. Thank you, most importantly. There was a lot of you. I'm going to say hundreds. Literally hundreds of people that reached out to me last week about Frank and about what was going on with my dog. So just a quick update if you're listening to this. The good news was that... Actually, I'm going to get some buttons ready here. The good news was that Frank's tests came back negative. Turn the fader up, bag milk. Pretend you know what you're doing. Um, His test came back negative. So he's not out of the woods yet. He's still got a tumor on his foot. Um, So if you watch Frank's picks and you notice he's wearing a sock, it's because there's an open wound on his foot. So the tricky part now is just to make sure that it stays clean, it stays dry, and it can heal up 
Uh, if it doesn't heal up or if it gets infected or if the tumor gets bigger, again, it's benign. So great news for Frank, great news for me, great news for everybody that just loves this dog. Um, it's great, but not out of the woods yet. So a little bit of extra care for him. He's got a bandage on his foot. He's going to be wearing a sock a little bit for a while. So I'll take it. I'll take it. I am very, very pumped. Uh, had the news gone the other way, we probably would have been having to talk about a surgery to remove his toe at least one toe, possibly two. Um, so I'm very, very grateful. I'm very, very grateful that I got lucky this time. And Hey, what are you doing, man? Hey, hey. Sitting right beside me now. He's got the cone on right now, you know? He, uh... Try to get a... You try, if you have a dog at home, try to get it to keep a sock on its foot. <laughs> no. That's basically how he handles it. He just looks at me and goes, no. If you're going to do that, like... I like these smacking sounds you're making down there, but get on mic, man. It's right beside you. Anyway, so I just want to say thank you. I literally got hundreds of messages about Frank. I'm very, very grateful for the support and just the kind words um, because I understand a very, very, you know, in the dog I had before Frank, I wasn't quite so lucky on some of the test results that I got. So I'm very, very um, aware of how lucky I am to get the result that we did. So again, just thank you to everybody. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate the DMs. I apologize if I didn't answer you. I was pretty overwhelmed, if I'm being honest. And that's what I want to try and do on this podcast is be honest with everybody that listens. So thank you again. Thank you. And uh, moving on to stuff that's not quite so personal. (laughs) Uh, If you have Oilers Plus, there's some clips that went out there today that... I just find super interesting and we posted them on the nation's social accounts. There was two of them that I want to play and just kind of comment on. Um, the first one is when Ken Holland and Tyson Berry spoke on the phone that he'd been traded. So I've got that for you. Just, I thought it was interesting and shout out to Oilers plus and for the team and organization and management, blah, 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 for being open to just having this stuff on camera. Hey Tyson. Yeah, I've traded you to Nashville. Like how just like, no pleasantries either. Hey, Tyson. Yeah, Ken. You're gone, by the way. Okay. So, they, uh, you know, so I, I want to thank you for everything that uh, that you've done for us. And uh, I hate these days. I hate you're a good man and you've been a big part of our team. But He's a good man and was a big part of our team, 100%. Getting Ekholm and uh, you're going to Nashville and Ekholm's coming here and they're getting a couple of first-round picks. Okay. So, um, thank you very much for that. Yeah, no problem. I'm just giving this point. You know, I'm just here through here, but I understand uh, you guys' needs and it's not what uh, works out for you guys. So I appreciate everything. Ken. Ken, it's been uh, a pleasure getting to work with you, and I wish you guys all the best. I appreciate it. Same with you. I wish you the very best, and thank you for everything. You've been a big part of our team. Thank you. On and off the ice. You know, in the leadership role and on the ice. So thank you, and I know uh, that you just want to get the news, and uh, good luck. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Tyson. Bye-bye. Man, that is very transactional, isn't it? Pro sports is a cold motherfucker. That's all I know. Hey, Tice. Yeah, I know you've been a big part of our team. You put up a career best here, signed you to a three-year deal, but uh, GTFO, man. Didn't go that way. We love Matias Ekholm, but like that was sad to hear. You know, you could tell Tyson Berry was a little bit surprised. He goes, I've traded you to Nashville. And he goes, whoa. So I thought that was interesting. And then on the flip side of that transaction, there's just a quick 10-second clip of Ken Holland talking to Matias Ekholm that I wanted to share because it's, it's just kind of funny. And then, and when, when's your when's your wife do? So it's in July. Oh, okay, okay. After after the parade. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> eh? Uncle Ken's got jokes, eh? Look at him go after the parade. That's right. What parade? Well, we're gonna get there in a second. I'm gonna talk about the standings in the news, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. You know, we've uh, we've complained and made fun of Oilers Plus a lot, but. That kind of content is really interesting to see, and I'm pretty, uh, again, I, I just want to give them props a little bit for just being open to putting that out there, and I remember oil change, you know? It was weird. It was weird, and obviously the trade deadline was now almost a month ago. It was March 3rd, so they had some time to clean it up and cut and chop and whatever, but I like it. I like it. So, well, there's plus. You're okay by me. You're okay by me, but... What I really know is the last eight minutes or so I've been talking and rambling when everybody just wants to hear the new Tyler song. So let's get to it. 
by Meat Watcher featuring Satan, a brand new Tyler song. Are you ready? I present to you the Cat Food Manifesto featuring Satan. Boston Bruins. You said, they're never going to win the division. There's no way they're going to do it. If they do, I'll eat a bunch of cat food. Well, guess what? Time's come to collect. You wrote a check, and I'm coming to cash it. It's time to get that sweet, sweet friskets down your gullet, buddy. It's time to pay the piper. You made a bad bet, and now Satan's going to watch you lick that bowl clean. Every single morsel from that can is going down your mouth. Every word you say is going to stink like a fish market. And I hope you don't like your girlfriend too much, pal. She's not coming anywhere near you when your mouth reeks like chicken feast. Nice bet against the Bruins. I hope you feel smart now. Lick the bowl. Lick it clean, Tyler. Enjoy your lunch, motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> what a stupid fucking show this is. So basically the way that came together is Meat Watcher emailed me. Why are you telling the story? You weren't even in the song. I was in the song. Meat Watcher emailed me, not you. So what I did is I put a track down. And man, did I spit fire. Fucking guy is going to try and welch on his bet now. He's avoiding everybody in the Oilers Nation everyday chat, telling him to eat cat food. Come on, Tyler, pull it together. So basically what happened is Meat Watcher emailed me and he just goes, hey, I've got an idea on a Tyler song about the cat food bet and I'd love your help if you're down. And I was just like, well, I don't sing like I'm not a musician. You know, I can play a couple of instruments very poorly, but there you can tell that Meat Watcher actually knows how to play instruments and produce music. So when he gave me the idea of having Satan on there and just kind of ranting, I thought it was funny. So I recorded that over the weekend and he put it together. And the part that was really funny is he didn't send me a click track. So Satan's verse is so offbeat that it's fucking hilarious. And I was going to, I wrote back to him after he put the song together. I'm like, geez, man, I'm sorry that I was completely offbeat on all of that. I mean, Satan was offbeat, of course. And he goes, do you, uh, do you want me to redo it? And he goes, to be honest, it's kind of funnier this way. It just falls apart at the end. And then the rant goes into a six, eight swing and it's just, it was funny. So should we play it again? Probably one more time and then we'll get to the news, okay? Enjoy your lunch, motherfucker. 
It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by SYC Brewing Company. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Check them out at SYCBrewing.com. Check them out at SYC underscore brewing on Twitter. Try some of the beers. They gave me a bunch of them over the last couple of weeks, and I'm pumped. I am pumped, pumped, and I see that they've got a lit Rattler that I want to try. So I got to get down there. I got to get down to the brewery. I'm going to check out what they've got doing over there, but I'm pretty excited about it. So shout out to SYC Brewing. Go check them out and welcome them as a new sponsor to the news on Better Late Than Never. Starting off with the news, how could I not start off with Ryan Nugent Hopkins? The guy's on fire right now. He has 96 points through 75 games. Last night was game 75, so we still got seven left on the schedule. Five-point night against Vegas. It was absolutely ridiculous. I don't know where this coming from. As president and CEO of the Ryan Nugent Hopkins fan club, I wish I would have saw this coming. But if I'm going to be honest, I, I just didn't. 100 points for Ryan Nugent Hopkins? Come on, man. Nobody saw that coming. And the thing that's most amazing about it is he's going to beat his career high by like 30 points. His career high before was 69. Nice. Obviously, he flew past that this year. Everything's going right for the guy. Like I said, five points last night against the Vegas Golden Knights in a huge game. So what else do you need from the guy? He's having an incredible season, and I could not be more pumped for him. I don't know what the plan is for the rest of the players on that hockey team, but you know over the last seven games they're going to be hitting him with everything they can to try and get those last four points. And I am going to have a celebration the likes of which you've never seen. Now, none of you are invited to that. That's private time. That's private bag milk time. Got it? But I've already, uh, a couple of people have asked me that if he does hit 100 points over the next you know, seven games. Will I jump on for an impromptu B cast? The answer is yes. Will I do an emergency podcast of better late than never? Yes. I will do both of those. I'm going to be super excited. I want to write an article about him. I want to talk about the year of Nuge. I want to get Kennedy to make a t-shirt design just in case he gets there so we can drop it in the moment. Man, I've been fired up. 12 years. I've been cheering for this dude. 12 years. Keep Nuge forever has been my shtick. And you know what? He is paying me back in a way that I never expected. Never, ever, ever expected. And the thing is, a lot of people are calling him a power play merchant because 50 of those 96 points have come on the power play. But shut the fuck up. Power play points count. And if you don't want him to get PP points, stop taking power play or stop taking penalties against the Oilers. Simple as that. Simple as that. Uh, over at OilersNation.com today, Jason Greger wrote about the ridiculous season that Nugent Hopkins is having. And just a couple of numbers here for you. Last season, he had a 231 shot attempts, 133 shots on goal, 83 shots from the slot, 36 from the inner slot. He hit the net on 57% of his shot attempts. This year, he's got 300 shot attempts. So he's firing the puck more. Awesome. 186 shots on goal. Perfect. 11, 111 shots from the slot, 51 shots from the inner slot. He's hit in the net on 62% of his shot attempts. If you listen to Nuge's uh, offseason, well, he talked about his offseason with Gregor a little while ago. Again, go check that interview at OilersNation.com. He talks about how he spent his whole summer shooting pucks. And let me tell you, even the goal last night they scored against Jonathan Quick, he lifted the puck from the Vegas defenseman, walked in, buried it top corner. That was a snipe, man. That was a snipe. And I love it. I love it. The power play was deadly last night. Three for three. Nugent Hopkins is a big part of it. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to say a lot of people say that the power play runs through Drysaddle and, and McDavid. Makes sense. Two best players on earth. They're not the same without Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I can tell you that right now because if you think that he has no say in what happens there, ridiculous. The puck is touching his stick almost as often as it's touching the other two. Incredibly important piece, not just on the power play, but at even strength. Everywhere you go. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is touching the game for the Edmonton Oilers. And I asked on Twitter right before I recorded, I said, right now he's at 96 points with seven games to go. Place your bets on how many he will finish with. Electronic Jordan says 100 even, all four goals. Just enough for a 40-goal season. Oh, 
QF Pro says 105 seems well within reach after a monster five-point night. Sharboard says 120. More five-point games coming from the news. Oh, I wish. Shannon says 110. Trav says 104. Janet, 109. Bubba says 105, maybe 110. Hockey McHockey Face, 104. Ali says 106. Jordan says 107. Patrick, 104. Chris, 106. Buffy, 109. Jordan, 103. Horvey, 109. So basically the point here is that we know none of us think he's done. None of us think he's anywhere close to done. Seven points or seven games to get four points. I'm going to guess he finishes at 103. That's my bet. That's my bet, and I'm excited. Next up in the news, I want to talk about uh, Evander Kane and Leon Dreisaitl. They both hit the 300-goal plateau since the last time I recorded. It was weird, right? Kane, Dreisaitl, and McDavid all sitting on 299. If you had placed a bet before any of them hit 300, you go, oh, well, Connor's on fire. He just hit 60. It's probably going to be him. Amazingly, Dreisaitl was first. Evander Kane last night against the Golden Knights. Beauty assist. Beauty play by Dreisaitl leading up to that goal. A little dangle, a little shimmy, a little shake. Walks the defender, backhand pass right on the stick, in the net. Connor McDavid's still waiting for it. I'm going to guess that he probably does it tomorrow against LA. That was a massive game, but we're going to talk about that one in a minute here. I'm just super pumped. We're having goals go in left, right, and center. People are hitting milestones like crazy. But again, the only one I care about is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Come on, buddy. Keep Nuge forever. We did this together. Hauling oats. I'll be oats. Wait, which is the shitty one? Oats? I'll be Garfunkel. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'll be Garfunkel. Um, but if I'm a better man, which I am, I would probably bet on Connor to hit it tomorrow. Massive game against LA. I think he does it. Speaking of milestones, sticking with the positives, Darnell Nurse matched his career high in goals with 10 and points with 41 last night. He scored a big goal again. What can he do over the final seven games? How can he extend either of those totals? Can he do it? He's on a six-game point streak right now. He's got three goals, three assists. Some of the haters looking at him go, oh, well, finally. Listen, the guy just matched a career high with all of you shitting down his mouth all season long. I'm going to give Darnell Nurse some love right now because he's playing some really good hockey. Since Matias Ekholm showed up, Darnell Nurse looks like a different player, and it's almost like it's a little bit comfortable. He doesn't feel like he has to do everything, you know? Having Ekholm back there is like a quieting force, not just for Evan Bouchard, but for Darnell Nurse too. It's like Darnell goes, all right, I got to make my plays. I got to keep it simple. Get off the ice. Ekholm's coming back. Big Viking warlord jumping over the box, or over the bench. That's comforting. Comforts me, you know? So I'm going to give Darnell Nurse some love. He doesn't get any love from anybody. So for me, I'm going to give it to you. Darnell, I think you're having a fine season. And sure, there's some giveaways that we need to clean up. We all know that. But he's by no means been as bad as some people like to say he is. By no means. It just seems like he's got a $9.25 million contract attached to his name, and that's all anybody cares about. But for me, I'm not paying those checks. I mean, indirectly, probably would take it some merch. I understand that. But like, I'm not paying that check. That's Daryl Cates' problem. It's not my problem. I just need him to perform on the ice. And this year, at the very least, he's doing that. Is he playing up to uh, the potential, uh, up to the contract of a $9.25 million defenseman? Probably not. But is Ryan Nugent Hopkins playing at the level of a $5 million player? No. I'm calling him even. What do you think about that? Next up, I want to talk about the standings because last night's win over the Vegas Golden Knights was absolutely monstrous. It was just a massive night for the Edmonton Oilers. They pulled themselves to within a single point of the LA Kings. They've got, uh, they played one more game, mind you. They pulled themselves to within three points of the Vegas Golden Knights, again, with an extra game played, mind you, but they're right there in the mix. They are right there. And for the first time in a minute, We've got some games coming down the stretch that are hugely meaningful for where the Oilers slot into the playoffs. Tomorrow, they play the Los Angeles Kings. That is a massive home game starting at 7 o'clock at Rogers Place. If the Oilers can beat the Kings in regulation, they're going to leapfrog them into second place. That is exactly what I need tomorrow. I need the boys to come out and play against LA the way they did last night in Vegas. Reminder... That was the second half of a back-to-back set, and the Oilers absolutely walked all over the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas didn't play since Saturday. They had the, those couple days off. It was a home-and-home home for them. They were rested. They were probably sitting there, and they're all like, oh, the Edmonton Oilers are coming to town on the second half of a back-to-back set. This should be easy. Well, guess what happened? You fucked yourself. 
Oilers are climbing up the standings, baby. Ain't no looking back. Ain't no looking back. What's interesting, though, according to Matthew Iwanek, the Oilers' magic number currently is at four, meaning the Oilers need a combination of acquiring four points or the Winnipeg Jets to lose four points or a combination of both. So if the Oilers win tomorrow and the Jets lose on Friday, I think they play next. We're in the playoffs. Clinchmas, baby. We could get Clinchmas as soon as this weekend if things go our way and the boys play up to their potential. The other interesting thing I want to talk about is the wild card. As much as I like to shit on Calgary because they're terrible, Let's be honest. They did us a huge favor last night. They beat the Los Angeles Kings in regulation. They pulled themselves to within two points of the final wildcard spot. They are chasing the Winnipeg Jets. They are chasing the Seattle Kraken. But the Nashville Predators are one point behind them with two games in hand. The Western Conference playoffs are going to be interesting, aren't they? They're going to be interesting. Let me see. St. Louis, are you in the mix? No. Vancouver. Vancouver is at 74 points in 74 games. They're playing. They are 7-2-1 in their last 10. They are playing themselves out of the Bedard sweepstakes. I don't understand it at all. Sure, you fired the coach. You got rid of Boudreaux. You blamed him for your problems. Blah, blah, blah. Rick Tockett comes in and you start winning games when you've got a hometown kid that could potentially step in and change your franchise. What the fuck are you doing? If I was the Canucks, I would have traded everybody. Tank for Bedard? Let's look at the league standings here. Who's dead last? Who's who's got the best odds? Columbus. Columbus, 73 games played, 53 points. They are dead last. Chicago next up, 54. San Jose, 55. We've got a whole lot of shithouse teams. Man, San Jose won six and three in their last 10. They are dive bombing towards final place in the NHL. Sucking hard for Bedard, you know? I remember those days. I've got Stanley Cup dreams now. I've got Stanley Cup dreams. And just to wrap up our news for SYC Brewing, I want to check in a couple of old friends. Tyson Berry's played 15 games for the Nashville Predators. I played that trade call a little bit earlier. He's got three goals, six assists for nine points. He's doing Tyson Berry things. He's putting up points. He's looking good, helping Nashville win. Hopefully Nashville leapfrogs Calgary and into the playoffs. And it's a big part. Tyson Berry's a big part of why that happened. I'd love to cheer for Tyson Berry. If there's like a head-to-head, Watching Tyson Berry score in the power play or something, put the Flames out of the playoffs, would be a magic. Once in a while. On the other side, though, our friend Yessa Pugliarvi not having the same luck as uh, Tyson Berry. In fact, his terrible luck from Edmonton seems to have followed him to Carolina. Eight games played, no goals, no assists, 19 shots, minus three. I'm not here to shit on Yessa Pugliarvi. That's not why I'm reading those stats. It's just interesting to me. Like, if you've seen the clip of, getting, of him getting robbed by Igor Shosturkin against New York the other, I don't know, a handful of days ago, Beauty one-timer, beauty shot, should have been a goal, but ultimately, the goaltender made a great save, and you got to tip your cap. So, yeah. Interesting. I'm pulling for Yessa. I know there's a lot of people that are dancing on his grave right now because he's not doing anything in Carolina, but not me. I refuse to do it. I'm just not getting it at all. I, I, I don't... I said earlier before the season started, I want to get out of the whipping boy culture a little bit here, but, like, the whole thing is ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous because... What are we doing here? We cheering against people that no longer play for us just because you didn't like them? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. And for SYC Brewing, that's how we're going to wrap up the news. The news! Brought to you by SYC Brewing Company. Go check them out. SYCBrewing.com Got it? Good. Good. Better late than never with bad milk. Yep. You know you want to do it. Just leave a review. Tell your friend. Let's just do it. Spread the word. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are you done, Donkey Volley? I cut you off with a ka-ching. Because for our friends at Betway, provided that you are legal gambling age and you do so responsibly, let me tell you about what your boy bag milk has been cashing in a lot over the last five games. Are you ready? Of course you are. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And you'd be like, oh, big milk. You betting on the shot prop over two and a half shots? They're generally plus odds for Nuge. That'd be cool. Well, if I was doing that, I would have hit it in only two of the last five games. But what I'm doing, friends, is I'm actually betting on him to get over one and a half points. In four of the last five games, 
Ryan Nugent Hopkins has got more than one and a half points, and Bag Milk, your boy, has cashed a couple of shekels in his jeans. I'm betting on my boy's success, and he's paying me back. It's like we've got a mind meld thing right now, and Betway is giving me the platform in which to cash in on it. 12 years in the making. New partnership with Betway. Well, it's not new. We've been around with Betway all season. But 12 years in the making. Bag milk. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Betway. Over one and a half points. Ka-ching. Put in your Put in your jeans. Put in your jeans. And then again, if you're just looking for an easy bet, I'm back on my over one and a half power plays again. Those odds aren't as great. It's probably about minus 105, minus 125, depending on when you get in there, what the opponent is. But if you're looking for an easy bet that's hitting right now, whether it's hit that in the last couple of games or just in total, they can score one. Other team can score one. The PK hasn't exactly been lights out over the last little stretch as well. So if you're looking to make a little, a little bit of money, or if you want to know what I'm doing to make a little bit of money, there it is. So be sure to bet responsibly, provided that you are of legal betting age. Got it? Good. You're listening to Bessolate Never with bagged milk on your usual podcast scenario. What I would suggest is you like, subscribe. Hey, guess what? Leave a review. Otherwise, the puppy gets it. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, the righteous sack beating is here. It's here. Check out TrilogyRentals.ca and get all the information you need on whatever your job site requires. Trilogy is an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completion. Currently, we maintain full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. You got it? Good. Check them out, TrilogyRentals.ca. They are the sponsors of the Righteous Act Beating, and I am happy to complain today because you know what? As much as Ryan Nugent Hopkins makes me happy, the haters, I've got my sights set on you, you jabronis. Listen, people are calling Ryan Nugent Hopkins and McDavid and Drysaddle, for that matter, power play merchants, and they go, oh, they're not that good. Most of their points come on the power play, blah, blah, blah. As if power play points don't count. As if when you score a power play goal, you wipe that goal off the board and you go, ah, that was fun. We killed off a little bit of time. The boys scored, but ultimately it doesn't count. Point to the other team, in fact. Well, let me tell you something. If it was so easy to score power play points, then all of your teams would have a historically good power play like the Edmonton Oilers do. All of your teams that get power plays regularly would be filling the net the way the Oilers are. But guess what? It's not happening because it's not that easy. So you can complain about the power play points that we're getting here in Edmonton, but it's because your power play sucks. If it was so easy to do it, your team would be better. Got it? Sure. Sure, you could say that a bunch of their, like half their points for all those guys are on the power play. But guess what? Stop taking penalties. You don't like it. Tell those dipshits that you cheer for to stay out of the box because if they go in the box, they're going to get burned. Vegas went in three times last night. Vegas had three goals against. Play with fire. You're going to get burned. You dumb toddler children. Power play whiners. You don't make sense to me because you know what? If you were Oilers fans, you'd be cheering for it too. But you're not. And as they said in that movie, the interview that almost got the world blown up, They hate us because they ain't us. Got it? Good. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. My boy Ben has a guest, a righteous sack beating. Let's go, Ben. Some bag milk. Got a quick quick RSB. Um, Tis to all the stupid Pacific teams that keep winning. Mm, Just lose. Yep. Just lose. Please. Fortunately, Ben, you'll be happy to know last night we got a little bit of luck. Seattle lost their last game. They didn't play last night, but they lost their last game. LA lost to Calgary in regulation. Vegas, obviously. <laughs> Please, thanks. Um, no, but in all seriousness, like it sucks that when we're starting to like go, like get on a bit of a run here, other Pacific teams are just Winning as well. I'm worried that we're going to face L.A. Um, Fear no one, Ben. Fear no one. Because you know what? We don't care. 
once the Oilers are in, once they get in there, the way they're playing right now, I fear no one. They actually have good goaltending. Not that Quick was really good in that last year series. Don't get me wrong. They also have, I think, Dowdy was a uh, time. It might have been Dowdy. It might. <laughs> what time are you leaving this message at, Ben? You time for bed? What what time is your bedtime anyway? You're 13. I had a bedtime when I was 13. My dad would be like, you have to go to bed at 10 p.m. I'm like, I don't want to. He's like, do it anyway. I'm like, I don't want to. He's like, do it anyway. He's like, but daddy, I don't want to go to bed. Anyway, back to you. They've been copy, but now they're back and healthy. Um, But yeah. But I'd really like the ideal matchup is Seattle-Edmonton for me. But yeah, that's it for this righteous sack beating. Uh, have a great day. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to play Seattle too, but it doesn't seem like the cards are going to play out that way unless the Oilers can leapfrog a couple of teams, which is doable based on last night's result. They just need to basically get a little bit of luck, a little bit of help, and keep the wins coming. We've got a righteous sack beating coming from my boy Dukes in Australia. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, Dukes, what do you guys say? Right, so... I just got home from work, jumped on Twitter, as, you know, I tend to do, caught up with all the what's been happening over the last 10 or so fucking hours. And, I've, you know, I've seen Waz and a few others talking about, you know, the toxic cunts that are on Oilers Twitter. And I know it's not just Oilers Twitter, <laughs> but this is our little neighbourhood. By the way, C-bombs in Australia are just commonplace. They just are. I've been there, spent a lot of time there. It is, uh, you know, it, it's just... You know, they just, they love to say it. They drop C-bombs. Same with the English people. Liam says it all the time. He doesn't actually, but anyway. And it's just so fucking sad that there's still weak fucking cunts out there to feel the need to just pile on and pick on people because they support the team in a different way or they're a different person or they just like to, you know, they're happy to express themselves online. That's just fucking weak, you know? And especially ironically with nights like hockey's for everyone, people saying, oh, we don't need it. They're always included. And in the same fucking breath, you go and pick on people for being themselves. Go fuck yourself. It's just <laughs> fucking weak. It's sad. I got no fucking tolerance for it. It just oh, makes me really fucking disappointed to be a part of, you know, a part of all this. And I know it's not everyone. I've met some amazing people virtually. Um, except for Donkey Valley, he sucks. Mm. Met some amazing people online through this community. It's fucking awesome. I have a lot of fun. But if you if your only enjoyment out of this is to take away someone else's fun, go fuck yourself. Yep. If you really got to bully someone, slide onto my page. I'm big and fat, ugly. I can take care of myself. I'll fucking go you all day. Turn up to my house and see what's up. Play fucking La Bamba, baby. Man, fired up. I agree though. The the there's there's a lot of just weird attitudes on Twitter. And you know. Sometimes the lady doth protest too much, methinks, if you know what I'm saying, right? And for Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, there's the wretched sack beating. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Hello, you. Oh, wow. Your ears look fantastic. You're listening to Better Late Than Never by Bagged Milk. Yes, you're sexy as well. Oh, yes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. For South Island Pies, let's talk, let's do the voicemails, shall we? SouthIslandPie.ca, that's where you go. But what I beg you to do is click on Meet the Pies. There you will find what we're dancing with here. Last week, I told you about the Old Faithful. This week, I want to tell you about the Wilkie. The Wilkie is... I didn't really know what I wanted to... What I was getting out of this one. I looked at the name, I read the package, but I wasn't really sure. So, when I cracked that baby open... Threw it in the oven and had it, oh, come on. Locally sourced beef in a rich gravy and topped with aged white cheddar. Come on. Come on. The Wilkie. I beg you to go to southislandpie.ca. Get yourself some pies. Make sure you know what I'm talking about. Because you might go, but bag milk, I don't know if I want to have a meat pie. I'm not even from New Zealand. Let me tell you. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. And if you go to uprootfoodstore.ca, you can order online. Use the, nation, uh, the promo code NATION20. Get 20% off your order. You can get that in store and online. NATION20. There is your promo code. There is your guide to flavor, everybody. If you need a little bit more inspiration, go to southislandpie.ca. Check out Jamie's story. It's great. Long story short, Came to Canada, loved it. Got homesick, started a pie company, very successful. Very delicious. Very, very delicious. I promise you. First voicemail, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Donkey Volley with a sneeze there. Oh no, this next one's five seconds long too. Donkey Volley, this is you. (laughs) Yes, good afternoon. (laughs) the fuck what am i doing here (laughs) good afternoon this is you know who i'm a little bit under the weather at the moment therefore the voice is slightly more gravelier it's a little raspy but you know what it's also kind of sexy listen if i had that accent i'd be narrating everything you sound great i see you my little Antipodean friend, Mr. Dukes. <laughs> and we both know each other's government names. <laughs> Nuclear deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that Dukes and Donkey Volley have got like a beef going on online. If you don't follow those guys on Twitter, you got to because it's hilarious. I love both those guys. And I love that they're doing it in the voicemail. You too could beef with somebody in the voicemail if you want. I encourage it. Ben, what do you guys say? Yo, bag milk. What's up, man? Um, it's Ben. Um, just commenting on Oilers 5-4 win against the Coyotes. By the way, Mullet Arena looks cool as shit. Now, I don't know if the Oilers are going to play there next year. The city of Tempe, Arizona, the city council had held a vote, and it was a unanimous decision to build a new arena, right? Sounds good. But they're doing a community vote as well that is pretty much going to decide the fate of the franchise. If they vote no on the new arena, that means the Coyotes will not have a place to play coming. So the reality is, as cool as Mullet Arena is, I would love to go down there. I would love to watch an Oilers game in a building that only holds 4,600 people. You know, it's like going to Claire Drake, watching the Golden Bears. But it's the Oilers. It's Connor McDavid. I'd love to go. I just don't know that the Coyotes are actually still going to be there next year. It's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. They may finally force the NHL's hand to move them. They may actually do it. Gary Bettman's been dying on that hill for years now, but he may actually have to let go. Anyway, Ben, I got off track. 
Um, I honestly think we did pretty good, um, like, in terms of offense. Um, obviously didn't love the goaltending, but honestly, win's a win. And also, um, yeah, never mind, that's it. Yep, the old controller disconnected there, Ben. That's what I call that. Uh, next up, Anonymous. Darnell nurse haters when he does something good. Oh, I'm going to help you out. I can do better than that. So here, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to go over here. Change this. There's there. Uh, okay, let's try that again. This time I'm going to help you. Darnell nurse haters when he does something good. There you go. Those crickets come through better. He is tr- That is true, though. Like I said, Darnell Nurse got six points in his last six games, set a career high, or uh, tied his career high in both goals and points. He's not having as bad of a season as some people say. Get over the contract. Why are we getting mad about this? This is a Horkov all over again, albeit at a larger scale. I don't get it. I don't get it. You'd sign that contract, too, if Ken Holland faxed it over. Wherever you find a fax machine, you know? Yeah. So I was listening to the, uh, I think it was on Real Life, where you guys were talking about potential vacation, nation vacation, mm-hmm. to Phoenix. Yeah. And I think that's an absolutely amazing idea. I'd love to. Um, unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to go. Why not? Although I'd love to. Hmm. But um, I say you quit your job or whatever's preventing you of coming on a nation vacation. Don't actually do that. Yeah, I was just recently in Phoenix in February for a hockey tournament of my own, actually. Um, mm. It was awesome. And we I went. I got to go to a Coyotes game. They played the Lightning, and mm-hmm. it was a great game. Mallet Arena is really cool. Like, honestly, it's probably my favorite arena I've ever seen. It was like I was saying before. It just seems cool. The vibe seems cool. You never get to watch an, an NHL game in that environment. I, I'm kind of jealous of anybody who's got to see a game there, by the way. Seen a game in. I also got to go to an ASU uh, baseball game, and that was phenomenal. Hell the yeah. stadium is awesome. Highly would recommend. And just Arizona in general. It's an awesome place. Trust me, that is a place you guys would want to go to. On a vacation. I also got to golf. Golfing was amazing. It was awesome. Anyway, yeah. Well, like we've mentioned it before, and I'll go through it again. Um, We're always at the mercy of the schedule, right? So whenever it comes out, like July, generally July. I don't know, time's a flat circle. So whenever the the schedule comes out, we start looking at dates and trying to figure out where we can go and when. Obviously, we want to be somewhere on a weekend. Uh, The Coyotes have only played two Saturday games. All season, I think. I think that's what Liam said on Weather's Nation Radio the other day. So it would just be difficult. Not impossible, but difficult. And also, as I just mentioned earlier, we have no idea if they're actually still going to be there next season. There's a big vote coming up in Tempe, Arizona, and we're going to decide that's going to decide the fate of the Coyotes effectively. Would I love to go down there? 100%. Would I love to do some golf? Yes. Would I go watch ASU play baseball? Fucking right. Or maybe get lucky. Maybe you get lucky and the Oilers play just like they did this week. They play Arizona and then Vegas on a back-to-back. Quick bus ride to Vegas. You're in the mix. You're on the strip. Oilers are winning. We're all having a good time. Ben, what do you got to say? Well, I'm getting sick air. But David might not hit 70. We have seven, we have seven games to go, Ben. Don't lose faith. I wouldn't bet against him. I don't know if he's going to get there, but I wouldn't bet against him. I'll tell you that much. I'm so disappointed in him. Like... What kind of guy doesn't hit seven eagles in a se- No, I'm kidding, obviously. But yeah, even if McDavid doesn't hit 70, um, it's still in a remarkable season. Um, it's incredible. He's at what I think is 60 now. And yeah, I just think we're lucky to have a guy like McDavid. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Ben, you're a young man. Let me tell you a story. When I was about your age, let me see here. Let's do some math. I was born in 1985. So when I was 13, it was 1998. Now, if you know anything about the Oilers in the late 90s, early 2000s, 
they didn't have a lot of money to spend. There were no Connor McDavid's on those clubs. Now, they had good players. Fell in love with Smitty. All that. Great shit. Great hardworking crew. A lot of players to love. And a lot of players that I still love. But what I beg of you, Ben, as a young man, make sure you're telling your buddies, too, if they're Oilers fans. Appreciate what Connor's doing. Yeah, we can joke and be like, oh, come on, man. You haven't hit 70 goals. What are you doing, man? Come on, fuck. But the reality is he puts on such a clinic on a nightly basis that we are so lucky to watch him. And I feel so grateful anytime I get to see him in an Oilers jersey. I've been through the decade of darkness. I've been through the team almost moving in the late 90s. I've been through the lean years of players arriving in Edmonton only to leave because they could make more money elsewhere and we just couldn't afford to pay them. Appreciate what Connor's doing. Appreciate what Leon's doing. Appreciate what Ryan Nugent Hopkins is doing because this is a special group and I've got big hopes that they go far in the playoffs. Big, big hopes, but ultimately there's a lot of work here to do. There's a lot of work here to do. Ari? Ryan Nugent Hopkins is the greatest of all time. Uh, Yes, he is. Rick, 12 points in the last five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a... Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is the greatest of all time. Yes, he is. Are right, you on something to add on that? I have a theory, Bag Milk. Go ahead. So I feel like the Oilers are getting slept on a little bit. They are. By the wider NHL audience. Agreed. You know, I feel like I'm seeing all the same stuff, right? Yep. Uh, no defense, McPower play, carried by two players, etc. What if this is because no one is watching the games? It is. That's exactly what it no is. No one is watching the games because they all started, or half of them started 8 p.m. local. You know? I feel like that the Oilers are must-see TV. Yep. Uh, Kane, McDavid, Hyman, Nuge, Dreisaitl. Like, do you see that picture of all five of them sitting together on, in the dressing room after last night's game against Vegas? It's on the nation's socials. Go follow us on Instagram at OilersNation.com, D-O-T.com. Um, Waz put that up there. It's a great photo. It's the five of them. They're doing the 300 thing. It's just, we've got a good group. I don't remember ever being an Oilers fan and having this many weapons. First of all, that's just all top six players. Right. And then you've got some depth coming like Warren Fogel got another point last night. He's playing some good hockey. Um, Ryan McLeod's injured, but coming back dad scored again last night, got a big goal. He's got two, uh, two goals in as many games. So this team is exciting. So I fucking hope people are sleeping on the others. I hope you are. They, they can score and beat anybody four plus goals easily. They're the best goddamn team in the league. Hmm. And Half of their games are starting at 8 p.m. local. I feel like that's a problem. It's a massive problem. Like last, I think my righteous sack beating from last week was just, oh yeah, it was about Connor McDavid hitting 60 goals at 1.30 p- or 1.30 a.m. Eastern time. Nobody outside of Oilers fans stayed up to watch that. And it's ridiculous. So to your point, Ari, yeah, let them sleep on the Oilers. Let them sleep on this team because I promise you, once you face them, you're going to change your mind. Now, do I have problems with some of the stuff that the Oilers do, like their defensive coverage, allowing four goals as many times as they do? Yeah, of course. Of course. But right now, fortunately for all of us, they're outscoring their issues, and it's not going away. They're only seeming to get better. So, yeah, sleep on the Oilers all you want. At your own peril, I would say. They should be, like, on everybody's broadcast, on everyone's cable box, you know? And I feel like that the Oilers would be, you know, have that title of, the odds on cup favorite or one of the favorites to win the cup if more people watch the games. And I don't feel like that's happening because if, because of the schedule. I think the schedule schedule shape just sucks. Yep. It sucks. Yep. McDavid alone is highlight real TV. Like worth dude, watching. This the, the it, it just sucks. It does. <laughs> I agree, Ari. It sucks. It does suck. I think more people should watch Oilers games because they're fun. They're exciting. You want offense? Like last night's game, bet the over. There was, what, 11 goals in that game last night? Ridiculous, man. Yeah, the Oilers allowed four, but they put up seven, so it doesn't matter. Now, in the playoffs, that shit's going to matter. You're probably not going to score seven goals every night, so they need to tighten that shit up defensively, and I hope they can do it. They've got seven games to tighten up some of those details as we head into the postseason, but um, yeah, they're exciting. 
They're exciting. Ben wants to leave a review for Oodle Noodle. I'm going to allow it. By the way, if you go into Oodle Noodle in any of the Edmonton locations, grab a free sticker. Ben, what do you guys say? Milk, um, if you don't mind, could you hit that like round of applause thing quickly? Sure, one sec. I'm going to go like this. Ben wants the applause. He's a child, so I'm going to use this one. So, what I got here, <laughs> a round of applause, uh-huh. was for Oodle Noodle. Yeah. Yep. It is the most amazing thing ever. I went sad. I beg you to try a South Island pie next, Ben. I love that you're diving into the nation culture and Oodle Noodle. We've been tied to Oodle Noodle. Obviously, Jay is the president of that company. So, we talk about Oodle Noodle a lot. But this is the South Island pie voicemail. And I beg you, Ben. I beg you. Try South Island pie. Today with my dad, didn't get an ON sticker, but I don't really, well, I do care, but doesn't really matter, because, oh my goodness, that, um, I think it's like that Tokyo beef one. Tokyo Glaze? Tokyo Glaze or something. Yeah, Tokyo Glaze with beef. It's basically teriyaki. It's delicious. Something. It is the most delicious thing <laughs> ever. Um, <laughs> everyone who's listening, go to Oodle Noodle. Is so delicious. And <laughs> Thanks, Ben. I'm going also, to. Uh, I'm going to cut that one off. Just again, it's a South Island Pie voicemail. <laughs> uh, but he is right. Go get a sticker. Unless they don't have any. If they don't have any, though, let us know. Let us know if the Oodle Noodles are out because we tend to run out of these stickers a lot and really quickly when we do this. So just hit us up. Hit us up. We will get more stickers in there. Last voicemail of the week comes from Chandler. Bagged milk. I hope you're having a great day. I am having a great day. Mostly, I'm going to have a South Island pie later. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be very, very happy. And soon I will be full of delicious meat and cheese. And I hope that Frank is also doing well and recovering nicely. You're doing all right, yeah. Um, but that being said, I'm now going to take a hard turn here and please uh, talk about the Arizona Coyotes, which just feels weird. Hmm. Sounds weird to say. Um, Obviously, we all are very well aware of their uh, interesting, to put it nicely, arena situation. Um, And I'm not sure if you've seen this or heard about this, but apparently the city of Phoenix is suing, I don't know if it's Tempe or whoever's like in charge of the land development there in Tempe, um, over the arena proposal uh because they're trying to put it in a place that i guess like the government has said you can't develop because it's too close to the airport something like that uh which i mean i obviously don't know crap about crap but Hmm. if that is the case i think it's safe to say the coyotes are kind of screwed and this (laughs) uh game the other day at mullet arena may have been the uh last time we see our oilers play in arizona which could be a storyline that just kind of flew under the radar without us really knowing. Not old bag milk. I was talking about it literally minutes ago. Uh, but hey, it sounds like it'll be fun to see the Oilers in Houston next year. <laughs> Poor Coyotes. Well, you know what? The, here's the thing is, though. If the Coyotes do move to Houston or Kansas City or wherever the other fucking markets are, like, I think the Atlanta idea is hilarious. They didn't go watch the Thrashers when they were there years ago, sent them to Winnipeg, turned them back into the Jets, despite actually being the Thrashers when the real Jets were in Arizona, who will now become the whatevers. They're going to get a good team. They're going to get a good team. And I hope that ownership actually starts spending some money there because they've got some pieces like Clayton Keller, what he's got... One of the highest uh, five-on-five points totals since the All-Star break since other than McDavid or something like that. Um, they're going to be a good team down the line, and somebody's going to get a good club to watch, and it won't be all that long until they watch it happen. Sad for Phoenix. It's sad for Coyotes fans, and it's sad for people that are actually in that market that do enjoy the club because there are a lot of them. I'm not going to pretend like they actually only have three fans or anything, but there's just not enough to make it go. And if they don't get that arena deal, it sucks, man. But... As I've mentioned before, Pro Sports is a cold motherfucker. That's how we're going to wrap up the South Island Pies voicemail. You've heard the spiel. Now get on over to South Island Pies or uproot foodstore.ca. 
Use the promo code NATION20 to get 20% off your order. I beg of you. I beg of you. Get over there. Try some flavors. Maybe expand your horizons. Right now, your boy Bag Milk is working through the old faithfuls, and I got some Wilkies. But I'm looking at a couple of these other ones here, and I, uh, I think I got to try them all. And I think I will, damn it. I think I will. South Island Pies, southislandpie.ca. Check out the pies. Read Jamie's story. It's great. They're a great company. He's a great dude. And the product, fantastic. Fantastic. And that's it for another episode of Better Late Than Ever. Thank you for being here. Please share the Tyler Cat Food song, the Cat Food Manifesto. And uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, Betway, South Island Pies, the audio department. And again, Oodle Noodle, stop in and get your stickers, provided that you are in Edmonton. And if you're not, if you're in Calgary, well, that's unfortunate. You've made poor life choices. And now you have to live with it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.